0: Okay, and I can hear their voices upstairs. It's kind of cute to have that background noise up there. righty. <clears throat> Hello everybody, my name is Jill Renee Feeler and welcome to today's podcast, we're at number 196. I can't even believe, it, believe that we've done so many <laughs> of these. Anyway, welcome to today's message. Oh, let's connect a little bit, uh, I encourage you to, re- Close your eyes. (laughs) I'm all all, "Ah," because my older daughter is here with her friend uh, for lunch. So anyway, I'm a little, I'm a little in multiple places at at the same time, and that's okay. We can do this. (sighs) Just relax your breathing right here. (sighs) Okay. Hmm. And while you're taking this next breath, I would like you to imagine that you are filled with light. That the inside of you is this amazing stream of light that's coming from beyond this reality, beyond the time space continuum, into you from the inside out. That you are a representation, you're a vessel of that light in this reality, combined with free will, combined with varying and varying levels and spectrums of consciousness that you have access to. While you're here, very good job. Okay. <sighs> so what do we want to do with that? Right? <sighs> That's there's the free will. Okay, nice deep breath again. and just wiggling your toes. <sighs> good job. Allowing that light that presence from your eternal energy field to be all throughout your body, not just in your upper chakras, but also all the way through into your the soles of your feet, even that this light can belong anywhere and everywhere, really within your humanity. Okay, very good. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, let's get started. Oh. Hmm. Normally, right here, I say a message to those that are new, but you guys are smart, you'll figure it out (laughs) as we go. Okay, what you may not know, though, if you don't know me is that I, I thought (laughs) psychic readings and intuitiveness and and all of that stuff was just ridiculous, even uh, 11 years ago, I when I would have a if I met somebody that said that they saw psychic, I was sure that they were stupid, gullible and nuts. So the fact that me as an MBA, highly trained mind, um, very analytical and rational and extremely logical and skeptical. The fact that I do this work now actually is kind of an identity, I want to say challenge and struggle that I face because I I get it for those that are disbelievers and I don't have a compulsion to convince you. But I know that my life is much, much better. Um, I'm a better person, I have better access to creativity, um, sharings with the world, versions of myself in this world, than I did before I knew this, before I knew this personal connection. So, it's pretty exciting. Are you guys leaving? Yeah. Alright, bye you guys. Bye. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, like I said, I'm not trying to convince anybody, but it is um, strange for me as well. So for those of you that are new here, I get it, but you may be surprised. I'm still shocked at what we have access to and what is it that we have access to? I even struggle with the word channeler, you guys, because what I'm connecting with are levels of me at the eternal self level. It's things that I don't know as human Jill that I couldn't know as human Jill. It's things that my clients don't know. So it's not telepathy. there's shocking access that we have to brilliance, glory, and that's exciting. So most of the people that tend to resonate with my work, they also have their own, um, I wanna say belief or personal experiences with, I wanna say the supernatural. And by supernatural, I don't mean ghosts. (laughs) I don't mean, um, you know, those that get stuck between dimensional realms, I mean, a, a level of divine energy and cosmic brilliance that is beyond the reach of the normal human but more real than a lot of the energies and relationships and experiences that we have here or just at least just as real and somehow in some ways it feels more real because it's eternal and everything here is is uh, it has a lifespan it's mortal okay all right so So what are we going to talk about today? I think we're going to talk about, um, (laughs) well, (laughs) I think we're going to talk about altered states of consciousness, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I don't do this with notes. I don't read a script (sighs) because that analytical mind that I talked about, uh, she'll get too involved. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Okay. All right. Let's stay with that topic of altered states of consciousness, because that is really what I'm doing now in my work. And obviously, I'm doing it without um, a psychedelics. I'm doing it without hallucinogenics. Um, I'm doing it without losing my mind. Um, and what, what is that? And why is it important? And why do we want to talk about it? We want to talk about it because the current um, status of humanity is lacking from its own brilliance. The current status of the human race is wanting. Um, its its senses maybe within itself that there's more and it wants more and it chases that more outside of itself in this reality when the eternal realms that we're talking about are literally within self. So the mind, the human mind is, a, is a, a challenging tool to use in this process, because the human mind is wanting to go outside of itself. The human mind wants, feels itself as a blank slate that it wants to fill. <coughs> but human consciousness, oh, sorry, you guys, hang on. Smokey has a mouse in his mouth, and I'm going to try and save it. Smokey? I'm not being a hunter. Oh, so sad. Okay. Okay. Everybody say a prayer for the mouse and for Smokey. Okay. All right. All right. Now where were we? Okay. I like how that just came through a minute ago. So the the human mind considers itself like a blank slate that it needs to fill. Ah. Oh. But divine consciousness knows itself as full and ready to be experienced, if you will, tapped into, dipped into, shared, etc. So how do we use our human minds as a tool for interacting with the eternal realms? One of the ways that, that I know as incredibly successful from my own experience and from working with so many others is your sense of identity. That's why we talk so much and offer you an identity of who and what you are as your eternal self that ideally gives you more access to the eternal energy that you are. Okay, (laughs) very good. So in podcast uh, starting with 191 and particular going through 194 That's a wonderful set, especially 191, 192, 193 as a kind of trilogy of what's going on in this reality and an identity for you within it. Um, 194 does an even kind of better job of the, after you've heard those first three of the, the identity part as a bringer of light is the term that we use. Not everybody on earth is going to come across materials like this not everybody on earth is going to identify with a, with a label or a term of themselves, or even you, <laughs> or me, as bringers of light. We are in a very confused, um, suppressed age, and there is only so much that we should expect from the rest of humanity in its current state of, I wanna say, uh, sleepiness, right? It's not due to lack of ability, though on their soul level, it's due to compressed consciousness within the current timeline that we're in with the current age that we're in. And we knew that as our eternal selves when we incarnated at this time. Okay. Very good. Good job, everybody. Okay, hang with me here. (coughs) Okay. Okay. It's okay, Sam. It's funny, I'm realizing that I am uncomfortable with this topic in some ways because I because I don't know how but I do, (laughs) Jesus just said, but you do. Okay, yeah, I do. I do, I do okay, yeah. Let me just step out then. Okay. Out of the way. If you were a person who Believes that everything that you know has to come through your mind and has to come through learning and training and certification and validation, then you will access very little of your eternal self. Your altered states of consciousness will only come about through a sense of, you know, or through a, a device like plant medicine, hallucinogenics, etc. <clears throat> Maybe that's why, for those that do seek altered states for whatever reason, um, look to things like that. And I'm, we're, I and we are talking more specifically here about altered states related to enlightenment and um, consciousness realms that one would not normally um, attain. So we're not talking about um, marijuana it, as as we understand it, and as and we're not talking about alcohol and things that sort of numb you (laughs) right they don't necessarily bring you out um for most people they they bring you in and sort of like (laughs) disconnect you in many ways from from a lot of things but hallucinogenics as they have been identified within your current world are more about sort of hooking in to portals of energy that are either otherworldly or not currently within your everyday world so what we offer through through the work that we do as Jill is a sense of organic enlightenment that one would associate to um, hallucinogenics and things like that but there's no it's organic in in the real sense of the word there's no there's no manipulation device there's no tool there's no there's no acid there's nothing like that <clears throat> so then how does she do it This is going to take a moment, guys. Hang on. Because for some reason, I'm fighting what they're about to say, and I don't know why. I'm very <laughs> resisting. Okay. Yeah, Jesus just said it isn't about you, Jill. Amen. Okay. Any of you that have had experiences where you've been communicating with another person through an email or in speech, you're talking with somebody and something amazing sort of pops in, just the right words to say, just the right information to have. Of, and it's like an epiphany, right? A genius idea that, that you weren't taught. You're not, you're not recalling it from some sort of human training that you've had, or even a book that you've read. It literally is original uh, enlightenment that, that sort of pops from the inside out up into your human awareness. That is a form of altered consciousness, altered state, that is not false, it is not manipulated, it is offered and received in this instance of you actually having that have, having that um, recalled experience of being able to do that. Some of you have that more than others. We see it more common with people that are service-to-others oriented. Those that literally are intending and sort of pre-wired to want to make a difference in the world. They want to assist others. They feel within themselves. A sense of access and maybe even authority that most of humanity doesn't look to within themselves. Um, they may not consider themselves um, struggling and floundering and flopping around on Earth. They may see themselves as actually quite capable um, in a way that they don't understand. And some of them have had this since they were little kids. Um, they were reassuring, you know, maybe unstable parents. Uh, maybe they felt like they were parenting from really young ages, even if the situation didn't call for it, right? Okay. So now we can play with the word altered. The human mind has certain levels of access and it's inherently limited. So there is a natural limitation, especially in the age that you're in, to how much um, consciousness you're going to access through the filter of your human mind. Some of you have the ability to sort of bypass the logic center and the rationality center of the human mind. Now, what we have with Jill and what some of you recognize in her because you have it yourself, is somehow this ability to be rational and logical alongside the eternal consciousness and you just saw it a minute ago, when As Jill, she was sensing as her human consciousness where we were gonna go and she was concerned about it. She's concerned about it, sending a message that would be discouraging or that would feel um, isolating to any of you or make a hard reality feel even harder, right? By the way, what she was resisting is she was hoping that we were not gonna say. She's hoping it's not true, that there are only a few people that have access to the messages and the wisdom realms of the altered states of consciousness into the divine realms. So we'll, as we go, we'll decide whether, whether that's on deck for today or not, and whether it would be helpful or, or not. Sometimes even bad news helps explain your reality and what you already know and helps make sense of things. And that can be upgrade, and upgrade, even if it may not be the news you want to hear. We're treating you literally as the master that you are. So this this partnership that you can have where you are discerning, where you are questioning, where you are logical about how you interact with ideas and concepts that feel very otherworldly and feel sort of misplaced within a dark age, which is most of enlightenment teachings That's why they feel so strange and so different alongside um, modern day science, alongside, um, you know, engineering and medicine and other more concrete, tangible aspects of of masterful um, evolutionary mechanisms for humanity. Without the sense of divine enlightenment and cosmic placement, outside of the time-space continuum, those sciences are limited. All of human creation is actually limited. Because without the, the, the breakthrough into the altered states of awareness that are available through cosmic energy. Cosmic, not in a, in a physical sense, but cosmic in a non-physical sense. The otherworldly or even beyond-worldly. Beyond beyond the time space continuum levels of energy are what actually are the seeds of authentic breakthroughs, not just in your reality, but in any reality. The hallmark of an upgrade is that no one is demeaned by it. Everyone is uplifted energetically by the notion. No one gets left out by the concept that is being brought through. That's how you can tell the vibrational range of the states of consciousness that are being brought through. There are altered states of consciousness and and somewhat, somewhat uh, enlightened wisdom that can further polarize. They can add another level of warfare that includes uh, other planetary realms um, and other non, you know, extraterrestrial non non earthly um, beings and. Uh, tribes almost, we're not a part of that. Um, because we don't see it as helpful. We see it as just further um, dramatizing an already extremely dramatic and volatile situation on Earth. Um, Earth has enough <laughs> earthly uh, warf- warfare sorts of problems, and adding a level of, of ET sort of battles to it in our mind just is an opportunity for further spiraling out of your human experience, and into um, sort of a false doorway of enlightenment that can feel enlightened, because it because most people don't know about it. But it's it, it has a, a dead end to it, that it, it doesn't bring you back to your eternal nature, it doesn't, it doesn't loop you back into your own consciousness in terms of, what you have access to? What's, what's your version of a glorious you? What's your version of an off-the-charts you that you can't learn in a book? That at some point, it's about you feeling and knowing yourself as internally uh, from the inside out, inspired and curious, playful, confident, all of those things. Now, that's not everybody here. Not everybody here has that kind of internal, um, I want to be glorious, sort of amazing. Some feel very, very uh, tangibly the struggles of earth and are just, you know, would, listen, would be listening to something like this to, to get through another day. Um, and that's fine too, right? So we're hoping it doesn't distract you from taking care of your actual life. And, and being your, your best human that you have you have access to. Um, but it's it's less harmful than some other things you could be doing to uh, to uplift yourself today, right? But it is important for those that know they have access to these, we'll say organic, altered states of consciousness, there that are about ideas and concepts that Literally, can change your world. It's imperative that you take yourself seriously. That's especially true because so so few of you actually have that kind of access. All of all of humanity, all life is valuable, and inherently valuable. So there, when we say something like that, like that, it can be. Um, Oh, uh, intensely triggering. Yeah, we're going, just said it. She's like, we're going exactly where I didn't want to go. Oh, fuck. But if we don't say this, who will? You guys, if your ego is triggered by this, and feeling left out or feeling like I'm not a chosen one or I'm not special, then I'm pleading with you to give yourself a huge hug because we are not saying that, you are, okay? So if you're stepping in a a pit of snakes there in terms of insecurity, self-doubt, I'm not worthy, then I'll, I'll try to think of another message to put in a link right here for you, okay? Um, But the rest of this message could further trigger you, okay? And I love you. And I I don't want you to be triggered negatively by this. And this is an important message for those that do feel. That sense of, I'm here for something important. I've kind of felt it my whole life. I've always felt like I could make a huge difference. um, And I've felt personal responsibility for that. And I want and I deserve Uh, support for that extra that I seem to have. Okay. So here we go. Okay. You can bring that giftedness into any field, any industry, any job you choose to the fact that this type of um, divine consciousness, divine inspiration has been sort of cordoned off into the creative fields, whether that's authors, um, composers, um, musical performers, musical, you know, recording artists, um, channelers, that sort of thing is really unfortunate, because there's this really um, noticeable line of distinction between sort of the credible creatives that are more scientific, research-based, cite, you know, where, what are your citations in your latest research paper, versus those on the other side that are more Literally, creatively inspired. There's no way to to cite uh, where song lyrics came from, or where Bach got, you know, the the inspiration for his composition. Right? It would it, even if he tried to source it, it would it would feel laughable <laughs> to him and to all of you that would that would love the the piece. Okay. So Jill, given her, given her. She would say chosen. We would say designed background, as a, a credible, rational, sort of scientific uh, person that that feels the the desire. She would probably put need for credibility. It she wants to break down that wall between these realms, mainly because she sees how amazing the, the group of more science based research oriented, uh, let's use the scientific methodology with, with just the five human senses, you know, going towards it, she sees how amazing they are. And she knows from her own experience how much more amazing their work and their efforts and their ideas could be, if they opened up themselves energetically a bit more to the divine revelation that, that they have access to, whether they're you know, deists, or, or polytheists, or atheists, whatever, to whatever they, they attribute, the source really doesn't matter, as much as there's so much more available to them. And because their minds have been so well trained to be its God, almost of their human experience, they're, they're suppressing themselves to even more greatness, to even more discoveries that can advance humanity, that what we... Everything you really want to solve will require some level, and we would say a great level of divine inspiration, epic epiphanies, mind blowing ideas. That's a, that's a very relevant term. Think of that term, mind blowing. It blows your mind. It, it overrules and sh- <laughs> shoots out of the chair any of the human-based training based on its wild discovery, sensation of it. You need more of those about all the world's problems, right? So she gets frustrated because she knows what is available. She knows what is possible, again, through her own experience. She didn't learn this through books, you guys. She didn't learn this in a a typical, let's train our brain sort of way. So she knows what's possible and she knows how incredible, in other words, uncredible, this type of experience is to those that are on the science-based camps. And it drives her crazy because she's right there along with the rest of you that she wants Earth to move forward. She wants humanity to, to stop having this two steps forward, one step back sort of sensation And arguing over policies that don't even make sense as a real solution Lack of real critical thinking and a lot of just sort of frantic, sort of spastic Oh, we should get rid of this and we should get rid of that And any critical thinking person would say, I don't think that's going to solve that problem I'm, I bet, But it sounds good and anybody who kind of raises the, the flag of logic on some of these policy ideas is, is immediately thought of as a you know, hater, a racist. Oh, you must not like children. <laughs> no, I just don't think your, your idea for getting rid of this is actually going to, going to save children's lives. It may save some, but we've got a bigger problem here. We've got psychopaths and they'll find anything they can to hurt another person. And yes, we were just talking about gun control. Talk about unpopular topics, right? We've got real problems on earth right now. And what we're working with, what we're trying to solve these with is not enough. It feels like trying to fight the fires in southern california that are going on right now and northern california with a fire hose that's what it feels like to me given what i know in terms of consciousness what's available to us what we do when we have a problem what we're limited to when we're stuck in our minds um i don't know how we bridge that i just i i'm well aware that in enlightenment ages we don't have this problem And it's clear to me that for those of us that have this kind of access that that the right words come to us, the right ideas come to us. Amazing epiphanies for how solutions can work, or even just step one of well, that won't work. How do we know it won't work, but we know and there's this strange sense of if (laughs) if it were more safe to express our opinions publicly, Um, without being criticized or, you know, hated, getting major hate online, which somehow matters. Hmm. (laughs) Something to consider, isn't it? Whether that really matters. Um, That some of the best sort of arguments against some of these wildly popular ideas, that would even be step one. Well, that won't work. Why? Why won't it work? What do you know that the rest of... Humanity either doesn't know or isn't saying out loud. Some of you also have tremendous courage of um, pointing things out and saying things um, either in private company, uh, you know, with friends and family or even in public ways where it's thrown out there for the world to see on things like this right on YouTube and iTunes podcasts, etc. So some of you have this access. And many who have this access are denying they have this access. They're suppressing their own access because they know it's strange. Um, though they may think themselves crazy, let alone the the public reaction. Um, if anyone of any, uh, you know, academic merit would say I had it. A- <laughs> I was in meditation today, and I had this amazing idea. Or I have a system of of sharing ideas from my eternal self realm. Some would call it channeling. And I had this major uh, revelation about this thing that I care about and that you may care about too. How would that go over at some major, you know, conference on uh, public policy or (laughs) anthropology research, right? Probably not well. But you're here and you have this access. And you're not the type of person. You didn't wire yourself as the type of person to just say, Oh, well, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe they won't. You're a group of pioneers that Sometimes may feel like you're banging your heads against the wall, against the walls, but, but it's worth a try, isn't it? We shared in a recent message about this sort of tunnel of light through the dark age, in order to further brighten um, the subsequent enlightenment age, which is kind of on deck by planting. Access to innate wisdom through forms of altered states of consciousness, in some cases like Jill, alongside a a logical, rational, skeptical, well reasoning mind. could be that you don't wait for the Enlightenment age to figure some of these big, global, or even just national problems It could be that some of you are actually showing up on the scene with levels of access that, that are deemed impossible, Uncredible, incredible, and yet extremely real, at least to you if they don't start as real to you, they're not going to be real to anybody else. That, that sounds obvious, right? But let's really think about that. Because some of you have actually been pretending that when the world takes you seriously or when you have signs that it's taking someone like you seriously in that supernatural way, then it will be safe for you to go forward. We don't see it. There. Thank God Jill didn't do that, right? Um, she just went for it. She had enough credibility in herself that she knows it sounds impossible and yet she knows the evidence she has through personal experience and that's enough for her. So is it possible that she's only here to motivate her fellow accessors of innate wisdom and altered states of consciousness that are in this variety and flavor of wanting to make the world a better place and actually being equipped to do so? Uh, possibly. Could she be a cheerleader for just an audience like this? Yeah, that <laughs> that could be. It doesn't matter. It, that, it, that part doesn't matter. Um, do you see that it makes a difference though? So rather than wait for the world to take you seriously in this supernatural way, what if you begin even more than you already are? To take yourself seriously enough. It it does take a, a very well-designed system for you to manage it. <laughs> Even uh, egoically, <laughs> psychologically, um, sociologically, right? With human relationships and all those things. And that's why Jill tries to be as open as possible about how she lives her everyday life. Because it's... It it doesn't make sense on the surface, and she totally gets that. So all the well, yeah, all, all of the challenges that you face regarding this, she totally gets it. And she's not telling you, they're not, they're not real sort of threats. They are we they are real. Some of you have a lot on the line. But are there ways to sort of sneak it in? <coughs> I mean, you don't have to use the words that we gave that we gave earlier that would immediately be a red flag into your sanity in uh, in academic sorts of company. Are there, I mean, aren't there multiple ways you guys are smart, creative, uh, obviously divinely connected individuals, aren't there many ways that you could sort of insert it into your work and even your uh, modern day mainstream company? Without, well, what if, and I had this idea It doesn't, you don't have to say who it came from You don't have to say how you got to it Like we said, artists don't Why would you? So does it feel inauthentic maybe? Because there's a part of you that knows it came from an altered state of consciousness So what? So what? I mean, think about it this way Jill has already proven maybe not to you, but definitely to herself, and that matters to us, that this is possible without um, mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, without LSD, without ayahuasca. Um, so that adds to it, right? It, it does sound a little different if you went off into the jungles for, for 10 days and then you come back with all these great ideas. And you're going to raise some like, eyebrows and there's going to be some suspicion. If you just... When on your lunch break or you're just sitting at your desk and, you know, you've got some headphones on listening to music or whatever, and you're like, oh, my God, I've got it. Like, hey, guys, like, come over here. Let's meet in the conference room. I got an idea, right? Call the mayor. (laughs) Call the governor. I've got an idea, right? You guys are in positions of authority, some of you, that matter. Are you holding back? And what you sense you have access to, because it feels too scary. It will always feel scary in a dark age. It's one of the reasons it is a dark age. It's because many times those with the best ideas are shut out, ridiculed, (laughs) locked away in psych wards even at times. Right? Misunderstood. And there are so many built-in systems to keep you suppressed from your some of your best layers of yourself. So the idea that somebody at the top of their game, an up and comer or a shining star in your industry, the idea that some of you have access to even more and that you sense it, you know that that's true for you and you've never been able to So far, at least, find a way to let yourself be aware of that, open to that, curious about that. Anything is possible for where it goes from here. Yeah, okay. So I'm just, I'm coming in here to share because I want to share some stories here. I was with um, a, a good friend of mine. I, I mean, I feel like I know Daniel from other, from other lifetimes. Um, and he was saying to me and he, we were with a, um, somebody that's a good friend of his. I don't know him that well, but he's a very, very popular YouTuber. Um, and we were sitting in his hotel room just chatting, and I was doing a workshop the next day. I think it's Santa Monica or something. And Daniel, I said something, and then I said, yeah, Jesus had offered that. And he said, he was just kind of laying there on the floor looking up at the ceiling. It was just, we were just hanging out really casual. And he said, why do you have to say that? Why do you have to say, why do you say that Jesus said it? And I just stopped, and I was just like, That was a great question. I mean, the obvious answer is because he did (laughs) in my in my way of knowing how my system works. But is that is that like discrediting how amazing and helpful and relevant what I offer? Is it is it like a is it like a career killer that I give credit to the profiles that I feel so at one with—I don't—I don't have the answer to that. I mean, I know I have had—I have had at least a one email from somebody that I think she was newer to my work and she liked it. And then in one in some, I think in a newsletter, I said something about quoting Jesus, and she said, "She said, why did you say that? Jesus said that. You sound crazy." And I unsubscribed her for her because I'm like, "Oh, you don't get it." <laughs> That's how I do it. Maybe that is because I do feel it's in a safe space, because I'm in the consciousness community. I'm not, Where am I? Oh, that's crazy. I was just about to say I'm not trying to be <sighs> research-based or credible in a scientific way, but why am I not? I could, some of the amazing ideas I have are about entrepreneur Support and helping people decide whether they have a hobby on their hands or a legit Like money-making career that they should be investing in versus, you know encouraging them discouraging them from over investing in what I view as a hobby and It's not that my economics degree gives me that gives me that training But it's because I have that knowledge that I chose an economics degree The economics degree is like a container for it to go in Um, And it it made sense to me, the whole study of economics um, as my, one of my, well, one of my majors as my bachelor's degree. So I don't, I don't have the answer. I'm just sort of like uh, (laughs) maybe commiserating with you that, that I don't have to do it that way, but for now I do do it that way. And because of my brain being so logical, and this sounds like such a paradox, but because I know it didn't come from my human brain, There's a part of me that that is satisfied by knowing it came from not just something else, but someone else. Um, I know that some of the ideas I have don't have a name associated with it. They're just great ideas. And that's where it's helpful to use the term my team or your team if it's in private sessions. The level of specificity that that comes through in my work is so mind boggling. That's why a lot of you that have had private sessions, I, I invite you uh, to give me permission to share them publicly, because even though some of you think like, Oh, this this private session, like it only pertains to me, whatever came up for you has a, a domino version for possibly millions of other people. And that doesn't mean it wasn't meant for you. And it doesn't mean it, it, it came from anything other than your team or my team or a combination of both. But not everybody's going to get a session from us right so the i mean it's just like as i understand it dolores cannon's work it was um things that came through in her hypnosis sessions that she knew would pertain to a whole bunch of people cosmic level information that was relevant to more than just that client that's how i feel with my private sessions and i don't want to spend my whole life a slave to my work um, I enjoy being a mom, I enjoy being a wife, I enjoy having a personal life, and I don't want to be a slave to my gifts and every, I mean, if I, I could. <laughs> I have endless ideas for all the different ways that my, that my work could be, you know, packaged and formatted and put into service in multiple, multiple avenues in more mainstream ways and, and more esoteric ways and those sorts of things. So there's so many choices, I get it, that we all have for how we do this. Um, so for now, for me, it, it feels more comfortable to give credit where credit is due from the energies that, that, that I know it's coming from, but I don't have to say it. I don't have to say, okay, Jesus is right there saying, I could just say, now another idea is Those of you that know me and have hung out with me for a while, I think we like we like knowing. Oh yeah, that's cool. That that was Jesus. Yep. And some of us know Jesus in that way, in a in a beyond this world sort of connection. That's like, oh yeah, Jesus. You know, he's funny. <laughs> you know, he's he can be sarcastic and all these things. Some of us know him in that way. So it's like, oh, it's like family, like a brother, right? So. But we could, and is it dumbing it down? If they don't need credit, I mean, let's just let Jesus say that part. I don't care if you guys give me credit and all of your teams are saying the same thing. What's more important is that those genius ideas that are coming from a level level beyond your human mind training, the training of your mind in your reality, it matters more that those are more readily available, um, more readily offered uh, within you, even as the as the version of you that you are offering and sharing and being and creating in this world, in your world. Hi, Samson, good boy. Huh? Okay, so. So you all get to make that decision for yourself of, of how you do this and try not to overthink it, try not to make it so hard. Um, Jill will never be heard as long as she keeps mentioning me and Isis and some of the others. And that does it mean that we're not apart <clears throat> deeply and eternally over what over who and what she is and who and what you are for those that feel that same sort of connection. Even as Yeshua I had that tough choice. Right? Do I say it's my idea? Do I put the word God on it so that they'll hear me? Some heard it because I gave source energy that the credit it was due. <laughs> at least you guys can say it when you when you feel like it is from me, at least you can say Jesus and it's another human. <laughs> at least at one point was human, right? I didn't have that <laughs> when I was talking about God. But I didn't have to. But I knew it wouldn't carry the same same thing hand. It wouldn't carry the same weight if I didn't give it the credit it deserved from the source of source. So in some situations it'll work uh, to give that credit and in other situations it will be the opposite of working. It'll, it'll fall flat um, and you could be persecuted socially and worse, right? Not so much in your time frame in terms of death, but there's other levels of persecution. Okay, (sighs) okay, lots here, lots here, you guys. Okay, so I'm gonna open up the chat room for those of you that are live on our um, instant. What are we using here? Zoom. (laughs) I was gonna say instant tele-summit. But those of you that are on Zoom, I'm gonna go over to the chat room here and see what is. Ooh, there's 13 comments here. Okay, good. Hi, Martin. Uh, Is saying more and more people and there are many bridges being built between spiritual psychics and science rationality check out the word of Nassim Harameen. Yes, thank you. I am aware of Nassim. Um, Yeah, that's very true. I'm not yeah. So thank you for reminding me that that it's it's not that there's no breakthroughs happening. Thank you for that. Um, I guess I want more though. (laughs) Right? Um, Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay. Hmm. Hello, Christy is saying as bringers of light, I always felt the goal of sisterhood entering the workforce was to bring soul support and encouragement as well as the collaboration, intuition, creativity and focus on solutions while avoiding the ego based politics and power struggles, corporate dysfunction assumed to be the model for success. That's Yeah. That's interesting. I just I want to add that as a, a, a sister, right, I, I think I would fit um, I would probably fit some of your models for sort of male ish sort of energy when I was in corporate, I was very aggressive, extremely assertive. Um, I would go for promotions before um, some of my bosses recommended it was wise, I I never went for a promotion. I didn't get it. I always got it. But I wasn't following the normal rule of, oh. well, you know, at Hewlett Packard, we stay in a position two years and then we move on. And I felt like I came in at, they wouldn't hire me at the level that, oh, I see, I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah thank you. Now I see that. Ha uh-huh. ha, humility. That's good. Um, the, the level of job I wanted to go for as a, as a non HP hire, an outsider hire. I couldn't get so I went for one level lower and and I'm competitive with myself so I always felt like I was behind so I was I went for promotions sometimes within nine months of being on the job so I would get on the job I would figure it out really quick I would improve the job and then I would already be like okay what can I do next right and I never wanted a lateral <laughs> I always wanted a higher level of promotion um I wasn't my level my version of competition though it isn't at anyone else's I don't want to step on anyone's back to get ahead that wasn't me but I did want to move forward and not be held back. I don't like gatekeepers, as you guys know. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out, Christy, that there's other ways. I I just I wanted to point that out because the the idea that men in the work environment are not collaborative or not intuitive or not creative or not focused on solutions while avoiding the ego-based politics and power struggles. I I, I have a difference of opinion about that. And I, you'll find that I tend to be very... Um, I try to be very gender neutral with things like that. I don't talk about, you know, divine feminine or sacred feminine. Um, I just talk about divinity and sacredness in general for all all genders. Okay, both genders. Okay. Hey, Connie. Connie is saying, please expand on the well-organized system and focusing on the message. Where were we talking about that? Connie, can you give me a little bit more on that? (laughs) <laughs> I've said a lot and I don't, I don't I need more context, please. So Martin, there's some comments here about, he says, don't worry, everything has always been perfect from the beginning until the end. Yeah, it's not, uh, and we may see things differently. I don't know. We may be seeing, seeing, seeing things the same way but I'm not a believer in a in a preconceived destiny. So it's not about it's not being perfect. It's that I take a tremendous authorship, uh, ownership for my authorship, and ownership for my creativity. And I tend to resonate really well with other people that are the same way. That it's not about, because when I read something like, don't worry. Everything's always been perfect from the beginning until the end. It makes me want to do this. It makes me want to sit back in my chair and just be like, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> you know, let's just get high. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's how how you mean it, but that's how I, but there's a part of me that's like, oh no, no. <laughs> like we got to stay busy. We got to stay in front of our chair. Like I am most of this message. And like, we got to be ready for action. And that got to be, I want to be, I I love to be, Uh, motivated myself and like what can we do what can we do so it's not coming from a space of oh it's not perfect it's always from a sense of how much more perfect could it be here how much how much more whole and complete can we be and that's just how i'm wired so we we may or may not be compatible (laughs) based on that okay Yeah, yeah. a a friend of mine here is saying, I might have asked the friend, my friend, Daniel, why it was so hard for him to hear you use the reference of Jesus, two sides, as always. It it wasn't that it was hard. I know him really well. It wasn't that it was hard for him. He has a lot of intuition about what is helpful um, in terms of uh, being more accessible to more people. He just, he has an, a knack for that. That's really, that's really cool. Um, so I, I respect his question. I, I really do. it. I still kind of ponder it sometimes and totally, I have a full flash of the whole scene and who was there and who was where in the room. It really is a, is a important thing, I think, for me to sort of think about. <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's good. And I love your point about two sides, actually more than two, <laughs> multiple sides. <laughs> okay, very good. Hmm, thanks, Martin. Okay, he was, uh, Martin was just saying, you are being the way you are, is... perf is, You are being the way you are is part of this perfectness. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually look at it in, in I think, a similar way. Um, and I, I have that analyzer part of my mind that we talked about earlier on that left hemisphere of my brain is, is really, really active. Um, so there, there is this balance between, and I, it's funny because I, I basically coach clients on this that, that and I commiserate with them that there's this challenge for any of us that have this sense of, oh, it feels so perfect, right? And then it, and then it gets out there and it's like, oh, it, it could have been so much better. <laughs> like the idea of it was way better than how it actually landed. Whether it's words or artwork or a makeup artist or anything, that I think it's a standard creator's dilemma that that the the vision is so clear and so beautiful and so much easier, and not to everybody, but to us, it's so easy the vision, and then the the manifestation of it and what we're actually doing is often and maybe even always falls short. Um, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Okay, Tom is up here. Tom is saying you have been a brilliant beacon for lightworkers for years. (sighs) drawing together a platinum age ground crew who thought who though being quite rational, intelligent and educated, were able to accept the possibility that you were gifted with the ability to receive wisdom from outside conventional reality and encouraged us to see ourselves as beings of eternal light and our essential nature. Oh, brother, thank you. When I read that, there's just a sense of extreme, ex- feeling extremely pleased, right? I mean, how, if I've done any of that, to any degree, I would be like, yes, I, I'm glad I've done 196, <laughs> done that 196 different ways um, in the podcast, and that doesn't even count, right? All the classes we've done together, private sessions I've done, etc. this the three books, uh, the events. Yeah, there's uh, everything I do is hoping and literally praying that you will feel your innate connection with what I call God, a level of creator energy that is so beyond awesome and beyond ideal and inherently glorious and so perfect. That, that not only do you deserve that, that you that you are an expression of that, and we're in a world where that expression can feel very unconscious and distorted. <laughs> and we can feel extremely distant. So um, yeah. <sighs> Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you very much. Mm. Okay. All right. Hey, Lisa. She says, I love giving credit to who is coming through in my transmissions as I believe it does give credibility to the shift that is happening with those of us bringing forth messages from our teams in light and the team surrounding us. For example, I was just teaching a class in Austin with some high powered facilitators and my dad came in with the cigarette smoke when another facilitator was talking about her father's anger effect affecting her. I shared with the class. And each one of the six facilitators were fascinated and in addition had their own examples. This was not a spirituality class. It was a corporate training event. I just got goosebumps. They were very appreciative. I brought forth the others that are here to assist our journey just happened. And here I am tuning into you today. Love, love, love our work. Lisa, high five, right? Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect example, right? Oh my God, that's so good. An amazing job, sister. Yeah, because I feel that they received it and we're probably uh, some jaws dropping and the, the yeah, <laughs> mic drop sorts of moments. Yay! Okay, thanks for showing us. It can be done in the mainstream too. Okay, very good. Hey, Nina, she sang my first podcast. Missed seeing your happy face, but otherwise fun. Thank you and hugs from Norway. Uh, thanks Nina. For now, I use Zoom, um, and I share just the audio, and then I record the video on a, on a separate kind of uh, software system on my on my MacBook Pro. Um, anyway, that's it's a lot to manage. I don't have any staff. I'm too cheap <laughs> to pay anyone else, so I do everything myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That feels like a wrap, you guys. You're so welcome, Martin. He's saying thanks a lot. It really helps feeling less lonely. Good. Yeah, there's, there's that benefit too. Okay, awesome. Connie, let me go back up before I say goodbye because I want to give another... Oh, okay. There she is. Okay. It was it was to better understand the how to focus on channeled message. And I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the ones like that you receive, your divine wisdom on the how. Oh, so good. Okay. There isn't one right way. So I just want to point that out. Um, I I feel in many ways that I sort of packed together and created my own way Um, and maybe that would work well for you and I do encourage and I know I've done this in private sessions I like to just point out like can you recall a time when you were like writing an email because this would happen to me in my in my mainstream life before I had this activation I would find myself you know like an awesome admin in my office that was going through a tough time and maybe she shared something personally with me Um, and then I find myself, you know, emailing her something and just this, this wisdom would just, I would be typing and just being like, Oh my, I could feel the altered state, right? I was totally conscious, but I was, I was anxious to read what I was about to write. It's that kind of situation. And I would read it and reread it. Even after I sent it just like high on the words that came through and the, the feelings that I felt, even in reading it after it had already, the email had already been sent. It's, and so I know some of you know that experience. And there's also times with the words and there's nothing to, to relive because it's already out there. It's not recorded, right? When it happens, then that just regular conversation. But the ideas are just so, they just have a totally different feeling to them. So you say it and you're just, it does, you can, you you any of us that have this type of gift you feel the difference um when you're in that mode and then at some point i remember early on earlier on around the 2008 2009 time frame and you guys i'm in my late 30s at that point right because i'm 40 i'll be 49 in five months um i can't believe i'll be almost 50. that's so cool so far so good knock on wood (laughs) okay um But I remember that sense of, okay, so clearly there's like this water faucet uh, that I have access to, but can I control access to the faucet? Can I just walk up to the faucet and turn it on? And then when I was doing the practice readings and and then receiving so-called channeled messages where I just felt like I had something I wanted to share with the world. Um, almost like the, the well kind of bubbling up, like oh, we, got, we got something here, right? Let's, let's see how we can hang words on this energy that I'm feeling as, as sort of an artist, right? A writer, a creator. Um, okay, so uh, then I didn't know, do I have access to just go over to the faucet whenever I want versus whenever sort of it wants? Because I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to be a slave to this. I was still part-time in corporate. Um, I, I'm maybe selfish with the rest of my life, but I didn't want this to kind like, of run over, run me over in my life like a tractor. And just sort of like, oh, I'm doing this now. I can't do anything else. This is. I have to give up everything else. I am. I have to leave my family and <laughs> move to India or something like that. And and wear non-native clothes <laughs> to my my American woman <laughs> sort of identity. Um, that was. That wouldn't even have occurred to me. That's so not me. Um, and I, I do kind of like the, the normalizing of it. You guys will never see me in a white turban, ever, ever. If I did, it would be literally for a joke, and then I'd rip it off, and my hair would fall down like a Brett girl, like a wannabe Brett girl, and I'd be laughing, ha, 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 you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so it was through actually use in terms of the house, Or I'm getting off track. Um, in terms of the how, it was my actually proving to myself that I had access to it whenever I wanted, um, that I knew that I did have access to it whenever I wanted. And you guys, I've never been disappointed, ever. Right? Are sometimes kind of more I want to say deeper than others? Oh, for sure. Um, but they've all it's all been worth it in in my opinion. I mean, you guys can judge for yourself how much support, upliftment, divine inspiration, activation. Attunement, whatever that you get from this, but I definitely feel a really, really, and I love what came through today because it is kind of that strong nudge. I want to support everyone here that 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 can and any. Like I said earlier, I love to support the light of source that's here in all life for whoever for whoever it you know has hearts to hear and mind curiosity to listen right to something like this. I feel a very strong pull to, um, I want to say nudge and kind of, you know, like head nod for those that are in positions of authority, cross industry, cross nationality, etc. cetera. Um, and it is cool who shows up uh, for my work. I mean, it's um, it is really cool when I think about um, exactly like Tom said, I mean you guys are amazing I'm I'm constantly impressed (laughs) with all of you even on a even on a kind of human sort of resume level I'm like holy shit I mean like nice nice like you get this too and you're you know not that you know somebody that that didn't go to college or doesn't work outside the home or is a home a disability or something really like there's a lot of pain and struggles there it's not like you guys aren't making a difference too and there's this logical sort of like when you know, when you're out in the world in a way that you're looked at in a professional manner, your level of access to others is different, right? Than when well, even me working at home most of the time, I'm I'm kind of insular in my my physicality of being out in the world, and then I use the online version, right? So that I don't have to travel everywhere that you guys are because we're all over the place, so. Anyway, so do I hope... I mean, God, it would be just so embarrassing to even say who I hope hears this. Yeah, ISIS is saying, why? Why would it be embarrassing? Oh, this is vulnerable. I have so much respect for people like Sam Harris. (laughs) Joe Rogan, which some of you will go, Joe Rogan? Yes, Joe Rogan. Jordan Peterson. Um... Glenn Beck even, even though politically, sometimes he drives me crazy. Um, Dave Rubin. Why those guys? I really appreciate the way that they think. I really appreciate the, the voice that they've created for themselves in this reality. And I do have a sense that some of them are, are less aware of the, I want to say, the divinely engineered role that they have here and the access that I sense that they have. Um, and I'm just so curious about how even more amazing they, they could be in their fields by being open to concepts like this. Yeah, it's funny. I'm just going to say out loud, it would really hurt me as you would being a sort of a fan um, to varying degrees of, of their work and, or at least respecting of, of who and what they are and the, the, the way that they share their personal ideas. Again, it's not about agreeing with them all the time, you guys. I can have tremendous respect for how someone thinks about things even if I totally disagree with where they get to with their thinking. I, not everybody's that way. I, I love college debate. I wasn't necessarily good at it, but I, I'm a, I love a well-trained mind. Um, and, and a divinely inspired mind. So anyway, I'm just curious about what could happen if they knew even more. Not know in knowledge way, but uh, an awareness of their consciousness access sort of way. So there'd probably be a whole bunch of other people on that list. But those are those are top, I guess, top of mind. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's it, you guys. Okay. Hey, Heather. She's saying thank you Jeff, for speaking up for us on behalf of us bringers of light. I love your honesty and your realness. It makes it even more profound somehow. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Heather. I I appreciate that. Yeah, there's not. Oh, God, we could. God, how long do we want this to be? Because I was going to. Oh, yeah, I'm going to add this. We make it. We're oh, sorry for those of you that have like real jobs to get to. <laughs> you can come back to it in the archives, everybody, because I did want to talk about this. I was led. I think it was two weeks ago or last weekend to I started watching it before. Um, watching this Netflix special on Tony Robbins, I am not your guru, which is that whole title is even ironic to me because I, I feel like he even if he doesn't want to be, I feel like he does become a guru ish. Right. Um, and I was just noticing the whole rock concert sort of pumping them up. And then somebody actually and I, I really didn't want to finish a lot of it. Um, and then I was watching another Netflix special on. Um, God, I always forget his name. Um, is it James Earl Ray? I think that's the guy. He was really a, a major player in The Secret and Oprah, like totally like, oh, I love this guy. And she had him back on and his career was amazing. In um, the whole personal development, self-healing sorts of spaces. And I've watched that docum- documentary on his. Um, I think that one is called Enlighten Us. That one's hard to watch too. Um, yeah, and anyway, um, but the, the rock star sort of like, let's pump them up, uh, let's pump them up. Um, uh, the audience up to, and I think in the Tony Robbins, when they actually said that he, that Tony said according to them, likes to get the audience into um, an adrenalized state before he goes on. And I kind of feel like that's cheating. <laughs> and I think I talked about this at the Zion retreat with some of the participants when we were out for dinner. That um, I went to, I was doing readings at this Teton Wellness Festival years ago. It's funny how I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, the days, you know, back to back readings of people that have no idea who I am and are just there for reading. And it's fun, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. And it was like a great way to sort of figure out you know, my skill and, and how to make it even better, right? How to deliver better and all those things anyway. Oh, okay. Um, because it is like building a pipeline for yourself, your human consciousness to the eternal realms and what vibration of energy are you getting and their reaction to it, et cetera. Anyway, there was a person that came in. Um, she loved her session and then her two daughters came later. And then she came back, she booked another session for an hour. And I was like, what? Are, what yeah, I already met with you today. And she said, no, I'm paying for an hour and I'm bringing you upstairs. There's um, something going on upstairs that I, I think you're going to love. And it was this guy from Croatia that was a healer and he would just look at you, apparently. And she was over the moon about this guy, and she was so excited to show me this guy. So I go upstairs, I'm kind of like, I don't know why I'm here. It's all right. You know, I really like, you know, this new client is amazing and she had beautiful energy, and I loved what came through for her and her daughters. And I'm sitting there and this actress from Bosom Buddies, Tom Hanks, used to be on this early sitcom. She comes on and she's so beautiful and she's um, talking about this guy and there's this really well produced video and really touching moving music and you know, this is how he's healed so many. And it's really, there's a lot of resume, right? And this is who this guy is, right? And then I guess he had an issue with his green card. So he couldn't actually be at the event. So he, you know, they were really apologetic and sort of frustrated that it could only be via Skype that he was tuning in. And all he does is look at you. So I was a little skeptical. (laughs) No, not me. Yes, me. Um, That's so me. And I was just kind of like, huh. And the more there was that kind of build up and not the adrenaline, but the emotional, like, let's wind you up, the less credible it seemed to me. Isn't that interesting? The more wound up I felt, and I, I had no aware, I'd never been in anything. Like, I, this is, I was not my scene, you guys. I was not into, this is not my world. What I'm a part of now was not my world, right? And that's another irony. Um, so I was just like, this feels manipulated. I don't, like, I'm not like, hmm. I'm very, just very curious, but also quite skeptical. Um, and, you know, other people next to me, the client that brought me is crying already. He hasn't even showed up on Skype yet. And she's just like, Isn't it amazing? And she's in tears. And I'm just like, Yeah, and I'm trying to be polite, right? (coughs) Because she's having her own experience, right? Maybe I was missing something. I know myself as a connected person, but I was not connecting with this at all. And then he shows up and literally all they do and I think they've got like somebody doing bowls. You know these these some sort of crystal sound bowls, sound healing sorts of things around. It's a very planned environment, right? And there's these big screens, and and he's on there, and he's just looking at you, right? And we're all looking at the screens, and literally, some people were um, not everybody, but there were definitely some really strong reactions happening, in, reactions happening in the crowd. And then I had to go back because I had other clients and. Um, I said, I got to go, and she could tell that I was not having a reaction, and she was mad. <laughs> I have never, haven't talked or heard from her since. I think she was pissed at me. I don't know. But anyway, but I wasn't dismissing her. I was letting her have her total experience, but I certainly wasn't faking my own for, for anyone's benefit, including hers. Um, but I, I was being respectful and and not into it. Um, so I've always had this bit of a, mm, the more produced it is, the less, the more skeptical I am, right? Does that mean that, that Tony Robbins and I think it's James, it's James Arthur Ray? I know I'm messing him up with some guy that killed somebody. I don't know my history very well. Yeah, somebody help me in the chat room. Somebody killed somebody, that, and it sounds like James Earl Ray. I'm going to mess up the name, and I'm so sorry. Anyway, it's the secret guy. I think it's James, and his last name is Ray, but there's a middle name, and it's not the guy who murdered, like, Martin Luther King Jr. or somebody. Anyway, it's not him. Anyway, um, I'm not into that whole production thing. I just, it's, it's not my style, and I have friends that are amazing sound healers and do crystal balls and all that stuff, and I, it's like I intentionally don't have that stuff at my events because i want it just to be raw i don't even have background music for this you guys even when i do deep meditations when i did two hour <clears throat> remembering workshops years ago and we would have meditations that would and they're all recorded you guys um the meditations would be 45 minutes sometimes and they were awesome i don't know why i don't do that as much anymore but anyway they're there in archive they're timeless i think they're still good james arthur ray thank you patrick and <laughs> james arthur ray good Um, And the Netflix series is called Enlighten Us. Anyway, um, I intentionally want to strip all of that away so that you guys can have your own experience. I have, not only do I have no interest, I have, I'm very particular not to wind you up. I don't want you wound up emotionally, um, adrenaline wise, etc. I want it to be real like i'm just handing it to you so going back to heather's comment probably 20 minutes ago now about you know i like that that you're just honest about it and that it almost makes it more real good i think that's actually my intention because otherwise it feels manipulated it does um and i and i don't think they mean it that way i think i think it's very well intended that they do that um but that's not everyday life so no wonder there's sort of this addictive qualities um, to events like that, and some people go and they go and they go and they again and again and again because it's such a high, it's such a rush. And does that have to mean it's bad? No, but you guys, I mean, I think it would be maybe even better. <laughs> I, I roll if we could feel this charged up in the light, right? In the internal vibration of us, even in our everyday life with, with no sound bowls, <laughs> with no rock music. Um, with no um, orchestrated event associated with it, that we can just be real glory. Like, no, no production needed, just the real deal, right? Yeah. And I've had people say, well, you, do, you know, would you play music? No. <laughs> no, I won't play music. Um, and that will actually be interesting. If my work does continue to grow and I do events, that are more well designed and well produced, I will probably be like, I don't want anyone to introduce me or just do just be quick. You know, don't we're not tuning anybody up. We're starting where they are because that's where they live. And let's let's help them see the light in themselves is my goal, no no matter where they are, right? No matter what happened in the prelude to whatever I'm offering. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for some reason I just want to give a kind of behind-the-curtain view of what of what what I see there. Yeah, whether it matters or not, I, I, I think a lot about things. Okay, <laughs> I love you guys so much. Okay, bye-bye for now. Um, for next week, I will probably not do a live podcast. It's the Thanksgiving week here in the USA. Um, and I would like to take that day off and just chill with my family and just hang out and be silly and have fun. So I will probably put... Like a replay or something, so you may want to subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel here or make sure you are subscribed to my newsletter so that you get that stuff. And that's on my website, jillrenefeeler.com. And I think that's it. I can't believe we've been on for like an hour and 24 minutes. La 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 la. I keep talking. All right, I love you guys so much. Bye bye for now. And um, oh, 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 wait, announcements. Um, I my conversation that I did with John Burgos for his current season of Beyond the Ordinary is going to be replaying tomorrow on, I think it's tomorrow, maybe it's Thursday. Let me look. No, it's tomorrow. Um, November 14th, that will be replaying. So if you want to go to beyondtheordinary.com, you will um, get the information that you need to sign up for his newsletter. And they, You guys, he does. I, I really enjoy John. Um, he's one of my favorite people to... You know have a conversation with and I love his questions and we definitely bring out the best in each other um, Very naturally such as I feel like he's a soul brother Um, He gets me and I really it's it's fun to be understood because we're so rarely understood Um, Anyway, so I love that conversation. I've loved all of our conversations and they'll be replaying it There are some still some offers and the special offers that are available through the telesummits they are really good deals you guys but you know of course use your discernment but I feel good about what we're offering there it's the Outwitting with Tico series and there are some discounted private sessions available I think I'm booked out right now through January or February um, but it's it's worth the wait you guys it, it really is I'm not, I'm not bragging I just know from my experience that what we do is very different than typical readings um, yeah Yeah. Okay. I love you. So please consider it. I'd love to do a reading with you. And I'd love for you to have the Outwitting with Tico series. It is definitely a deep dive into what unconsciousness is in this world. And the even just the interview, the replay with John, I feel like you'd really like that. Okay. Okay, even if you're going to listen to it just again and you already heard it before, it's, it's amazing how with this kind of multi dimensional conversation, there's new things every time you hear it. So you may even want to re listen to this and be like, oh my God, did she really say that? Yeah, yep, we did. You just didn't hear it the first time. Our minds, right? They only hear certain things. So anyway, okay, au revoir. <laughs> bye bye for now. I love you guys so much. Bye bye. Thanks so much, everybody here. I love you. It's such an honor to be alongside you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. If you like this message, thank you so much for hitting like or sharing or commenting or subscribing. I really appreciate it. Those algorithms really do matter in terms of messages like this sort of making the rounds on the internet. And I appreciate you very much. There are small and big ways that we can help support each other and the light that we are. And that's that's one small way that I truly am thankful for, okay? I love you guys. And I do feel like you love being your light. It's uh, my latest book and there's a lot of heart and soul put into that. And the response I'm getting from those of you that are newer to my work and those of you that I've been alongside you shoulder to shoulder for years now. I'm getting amazing feedback. And Oh God, it just warms my heart because there are so many choices we all have and how we share ourselves and what we put our, our time and effort and, and money even investments into creating resources. And the feedback that uh, Being Your Light, that book has gotten have been has been just so, it's like, yes. Yeah, because the, the way that you're feeling your light from that book is, is really special. So we all did a good job, you and I, with that one. And then, of course, we have the weekend workshop coming in Boise on, in the end of April 2019. I haven't done a weekend workshop uh, in quite a while. And I'm so excited. I'm so glad that I said yes to, to that idea that I had. And we've got an amazing group coming together for that. And I'd love to see you there, okay? And Boise, Idaho, most most of you probably haven't been here. Um, it's a kind of a very under-the-radar sort of place. And I love it here. <laughs> I love it in Idaho. Anyway, you may fall in love with it too. But I promise we'll have a great weekend together. Okay, bye-bye for now.